Hello. Welcome to a snug podcast. We are back. Well, two of us are back. I'm never separate and gone crazy back soon is here too. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. Hanging out. Talking about the things. We missed last week because vacations and stuff. So, um, but we're back now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a little distracted because you mentioned the Crown Store stuff and I'm uh, looking through it and I was trying to get down to the one thing and it took me forever to get there and you were like, I'm going to mute. And I'm like, I'm still scrolling because <laughs> oh, there's no. so much in this stupid Crown Store showcase oh, that no. we're going to put off till next week. Yep. Um, so uh, there's that. Um, but anyway... Um, what you been up to um well it's the telvani event right now um can you tell vani me more can i tell vani you more (laughs) um it is it is uh well we'll talk more about it in a little bit but it's the secrets of the telvani event that's going on in game right now um through the 20th Wait, no, I lied. The 20th is when you can claim your rewards from it. The event stops, oh, tomorrow. Yeah. I lied. Okay, so by the time the show's out, it'll be over. Um, But uh, yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, I was on vacation, like you said. So, excuse me. So because of that, uh, I haven't actually gotten a lot of it done. I've actually only completed the um, quest like the big quest for it on PC. And that was merely because uh, last night there were people online. Um, I had Manway Pro online and we were grouped together. And uh, I said that I had never done a Bastion Nimic before. And he's like, let's go. So he and I um, duoed the uh, Bastion Nimic for the end of that quest. And we ended up going all the way through the Periite boss. Um, We didn't do any of the secrets, but... We did um, the Periite boss in a Nimic, and we did it with uh, two companions, and yeah. So that's pretty much the only thing I've gotten to do for the event. I've done a couple of the dailies. I also hung out with um, Toasted Peanut last night for a little bit, and we ran a few of the um, the dailies that are in Necrom for the tickets. So I've gotten, I've been lucky with the limited amount that I have played, I've actually gotten pretty good drops. I've gotten quite a few new furnishings, a couple style pages, um, and a couple motif pages. And that's about it. So um, I logged in last night to try and do some stuff on here as well. And uh, it was actually a little, a little dead. There was some people doing Nimics and stuff, but like in terms of the guild or people that I knew, um, I was like, I don't feel like pugging right now. <laughs> so I didn't um, complete that stuff on here, but I'm going to do the parchment quest. Um, and yeah, I was on vacation. Uh, I went up north to go see like changing leaves and cooler weather. And uh, my whole family got sick, sadly. So that was poo. <laughs> I was like, we're supposed to get away from the knot and flu, not bring it with us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thankfully, everybody's better now. But that was a little bit of a rough go because we really didn't get to do much on vacation. So it was one of those things where I was like, man, I wish I had my PlayStation or my laptop. But also, I don't have any internet up here. So it wouldn't have mattered anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 
other than that, uh, I haven't been up to too much. Most of that has just happened in the past couple days when I've been like puttering around doing stuff at work or um, in the evening when I'm at home. Other than that, just the usual Guildmaster online. How about you? What have you been up to? Anything? Um, not a lot. I mean, but before I get into that, uh, regarding uh, GMO, um, is this the proper place to, to make the formal announcement about our new co-GM? Oh, about Ember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, just in case in case that news hasn't, hasn't yeah. fully made the rounds yet. Yeah, just um, in, in case that hasn't made the rounds. Yeah. Uh just so just so everyone knows, um I was I was demoted last night. Um toasted peanut when he and I were running through things, said that um because Ember said, You're the best and uh things like that to him while he was he was running around. Um, he thought she's pretty great, so, yeah, uh, he demoted me and replaced, uh, me with Ember. So, um, the new co-GM of, uh, the Lore Seekers ESO is Ember. Um, yeah, I mean, best of luck to her, you know, uh, dealing with Peanut and, uh, then also, you know, just all the other stuff that goes on on the side. So, I wish her the best of luck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I was a little surprised that that you know we didn't have any influence in that decision. That it was just kind of made for us and kind of forced upon us. Yeah, um, I tell you, I think he just got really. He was, you know, she she's just really encouraging. She does everything he says. Yeah, and, and goes away. When yeah, he, he can. Her to, he can send uh, her away. Summon her at will. Yeah, but, yeah. Um. But also, why? I mean, there's no rule that says you can't have multiple co things, right? I mean, that's that's you, true. You, you, there could be three co GMs. So yeah, could be just two. It seems seems messed up. He demoted you in the process, but I think I figured out why he demoted you. Okay, tell me, tell me. I I I will tell Vani you. Um, <laughs> I, I think it has to do with the fact. Uh, of this little thing coming to light that you are indeed a flat roofer. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm like, I know where yeah. this is going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gone crazy is a flat roofer. Yeah, well, all you're a flat nerner. Of all the trouble that you and, and, and Gwen have given me and Sasquatch about um, about about flat nerning, here you're going to come along and, and admit to being a flat roofer. Listen, I just don't, I don't understand. I, I just wanted to do the show from a spot where I could put a table and chairs without us falling off, which still is barely happening because if people, of if people would have seen, people would have seen this struggle. Yeah. And it's like radioactive bread. <laughs> it's glowing, it's glowing, glowing bread bigger than I am. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Let me explain myself, everyone. If you're watching the stream right now, you'll notice that uh, Never and I are sitting on the roof of the Kelisan Rue new house that we got for the Telvani event as a reward. And I thought, man, it's a really nice view up here. There's a waterfall in the distance. We've got mushrooms. It looks nice at night. Like, yeah, let's just go put some chairs and a table up on that flat part of the roof. And the cat being a cat was up on the rounded part of the roof above me. And I said... He said, where are you? And I said, here, on the flat part. And so then he said, well, does that make you a flat roofer? 
And I said, I guess so. And then he proceeded to make an announcement in Discord that I'm now a flat roofer. You know, I just don't understand the whole... Di the, you're, you're my co-GM too, and now you're giving me heck. Maybe I should make Ember the co-GM on PlayStation too. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose you could do that. You know, um, what's, you know what's really cool? Your backpack is clipping through the chair, so it looks like it's hanging on the chair. <laughs> Sorry. Let's get a look at that. Anyway. Indeed. Anyway. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Physics in this game aren't the most believable. Nah. Nah. So, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah, everyone, I've been demoted. Um, apparently now on both platforms, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's just... <laughs> guess that's happened so overall demotion as well as a uh, <laughs> platform demotion <laughs> uh you'll miss well, me it's okay the uh i guess to answer your question as to what i've been up to i was also on vacation uh i tried to log in through remote play uh, a couple times uh, just for my daily login stuff but i didn't actually try to play um and since I've been home, I did get on and run one random normal dungeon on my Arcanist just for the uh, the levels. So I gained, I don't know, two or three levels in the process of doing that, I think. Um, and before we started tonight, uh, I got, uh, I started some research things. So those can be counting down in the background while we do the show and while I sleep tonight and whatnot. Um, but that's really been about it. I have not had time to play because I have not been home. Um, we, we went to, uh, the ocean and the weather was great and my child got stung by a jellyfish. So. No. <laughs> um, she's fine. It just got her leg a little bit, scared her more than anything, but, um, yeah, big uh, big reddish uh, jellyfish come floating by, and she didn't see it, and she all of a sudden screamed and was like, there was some big floaty blob thing, and then it, it I don't know, it bit me or something. She had, a, she had a little line on her leg where it kind of wrapped around her leg a little. Yeah. But it just got her, like, around the ankle, so it wasn't anywhere, like, you know, overly sensitive or anything like that, so she's good. Aww. She's good. We thought we were gonna go get some stuff to put on it, and she said that she uh, she was already feeling uh, like it was already feeling better, so she didn't think she needed anything. So, well, that's good at least. Goodness, yeah. sounds sounds like we both need vacations from our vacations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife and I have a honeymoon. Uh, or not honeymoon and anniversary. <laughs> I was like, wow, um, again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it'll, it'll be um, 16 years for us in February. So uh, we're going to, we're going to take a cruise and leave the kids behind. At least that's the, that's, <laughs> that's the, the plan. <laughs> the plan. <laughs> so long as, you know, we can find, uh, make arrangements for, you know, getting, all their stuff taken care of while we're gone right because they still have school and everything yeah. but uh yeah cool so, Gwen left us week. some notes oh yeah. sorry go ahead no no that's, that's it 
Yeah. Uh, Gwen left us a few notes, even though she's not here. Uh, she said she's been helping Moki with her goal of completing all of the Necrom achievements by running some Bastion Nimics. And I quote, they are fun. The extra puzzles are even more fun, except the Periite one. And then she said she also got the best mask ever from the event tickets. So I'm assuming she means the um, event style mask that is... The tentacly mask. The tentacly mask in the event. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. If you've ever wanted to look like you had tentacles coming out of your mouth. It reminds me of an ood from Doctor Who. Have you ever seen Doctor Who and the I ood? <gasps> the I ood look literally just like that. And that's all I'll say about that, because you can't talk about the Ood without getting a little spoilery for the series. Um, yeah. Wow. I guess we've been up to not a lot, but a lot. Yeah, not time. a lot of in-game. A little more out of game. Yeah. I, uh, I've been playing uh, a new game or two on my phone in mm. <laughs> downtime, but other than that. Oh, hey, speaking of a phone game, they, like, released this under the table. I didn't put this in the notes either, but it's on Androids, so both of us can get it. Uh, I don't well, think it's come to iPhone. Well, it's <laughs> it's full. So Yeah. The, I mean, you like, could still get it. You could get the APK for it, probably. Yeah. It. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a game, Elder Scrolls, what's it called castles is that right castles yeah. yeah elder schools castles it's kind of like fallout shelter apparently um mm -hmm. the other thing i hear about it is it's not like necessarily quote-unquote canon because there is lore in it because the characters are based in lore however they're all from different eras so it's just kind of more of a fun like you know building game or whatever but uh it's in like a a prelim like a little alpha test or whatever there um and some people got into it and have been playing it. I was sad because it was... I couldn't even find it on my phone. But I was also in a place with not a lot of signal. Um, so yeah. I'm going to be interested to see how that comes out. And how people enjoy it in the end. We'll see what actually yeah, happens. I keep checking to see if there's any space in the uh, early access or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have high expectations for it. Nah, me either. Uh, just, it would just be like just, a fun... Yeah. Uh, if... You know, I don't... Did you play Fallout Shelter at all? Mm-mm. Um... I played it for a little a little bit and enjoyed it uh, for a little while. The problem that I ran into, and I, I would assume it'll probably be similar with this game if it's if it's the same type of thing, is you can only build so many floors, uh, have so many people, and once you get to that point, I had pretty well everything maxed out. Um, I could send dwellers out into the into the wasteland and have them gone for a week or more at a time they'd gather all kind of stuff come back i had more stuff than i could equip <laughs> completely full uh vault and so it basically just became a game of scrolling the screen up and down and clicking all the stuff to gather resources to go right. into my inventory so that it could keep making more and by the time i got to the bottom i just had to go back up to the top and do it again and it just i was like well i guess i don't really have anything else to do so i guess i'm kind of done Right. But if you're looking for just a kind of a casual little thing not to take too seriously, it'll it'll be a fun game for that, I'm sure. Um, just just, you know, don't don't go into it expecting it to be like ESO Skyrim mobile or anything like that. <laughs> no, nothing crazy but, like that. Yeah. But kind if of I get fun. my hands on it. Yeah, if I get my hands on it I'll 
I'll give you my initial impressions because I'm going to try it out whenever I can get in. Yeah, for sure. Same for me. So, uh, well, we have news. We do. On to the news. News and things and news. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, first thing on our list is uh, Tessoktober. 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 There we go. Sure. um so this is something they started a couple years back it's super duper fun i love that they give artists and people in the community a chance to do this it's basically now become a tradition um every october they uh let people kind of flex their creative muscles for a month and they do these eso themed art prompts so um they have different ones it's usually about three days each yeah i think it is three days each if i'm looking at the calendar here um and they just give you like one word and you can do whatever you want. You can take screenshots, you can uh, draw pictures, you can, you know, basically do anything that flexes those creative muscles um, and share it with the communities on social media. Um, the first prompt was mushroom and then eyes. I think we're into crypt now. Yeah, today was the last day for crypt. Uh, and then after that, there's Fate, Apple Core, Ancestor, Arcane, Skull, Tome, and Dungeon. So it's not uh, limited to drawings, paintings, illustrations. It's all about screenshots, writings, and music as well. So anything that you can create, you can share with the ESO community on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, so yeah, it's really neat. Could I, could I make a uh, pizza? Dude, if you make an ESO-themed pizza, you absolutely can do that. <laughs> please hmm. make... Please make, like, a skull pizza. Or, like, hmm. you could make a tome. Can you make a book-shaped pizza? Uh, no. Or fate. You could make a pizza that has to do with your fate. <laughs> That's starting tomorrow, <laughs> 10th, mm. 11th, 12th. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I could just put lots of. Well, never mind. That's probably not a nice thing to say. Oh no! <laughs> horrible. <laughs> gonna, you're you're just, horrible. I, I was just thinking the the fate of what my fate would be if I ate too much pizza. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you you might get featured. You might get featured on the website. You never know. Never. You should make Never. a Hermaeus Mora pizza. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Be gross. Because <laughs> it'd be greenish. No, you just make yeah. it in the shape. Just put lots of yeah. green peppers on it. You'll be all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, there you go. There's your Tess October uh, prompts for the month of October. Um, the other thing, too, is if you are a lore seeker, I have not gotten to do it yet, but I will try and do it maybe right after we're done with the show. Um, we are going to make a um, Tess October channel in our Discord for anybody on multiple platforms to share any of their things that they want for those prompts. So I know we're a little ways into it already, but uh, that way people can go back and share some of their stuff. So if you're in the guild, um, keep an eye out and see for when that channel gets added. There you go. That's our first piece is. of news. We're done. There it is. There it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop. 
there it went. <laughs> cool. Well, and we talked about, you know, people being featured by doing this stuff. And when they feature people, they sometimes give them a community spotlight. Yeah, they do. How do you like that their segway? That was a that was a masterfully done segue. Yeah. It was it was well handled done. well and even and even spoiled by pointing it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, what good is a segue if you don't talk about how great it was, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's the whole point of even having a thing called a Segway, so you can uh, hop on and ride it around. That's right, that's right. Um, so for this month's Community Spotlight, um, they talked to eight puppies. Uh, eight puppies, super great dude, really, really nice guy. Um, we met him when we were in Vegas. Uh, but yeah, he is an endgame uh, PvE streamer. He is on the ESO stream team, I do believe. Yeah, I think he just came onto the stream team this last yeah. go around. It says there at the top, learn about stream team member. Oh, you're right. It sure does. Um, but he uh, started some fun stuff with endgame like commentary for uh, trials and dungeons. So that's one of his like specialities, if you will, or specialties. Um, he gives a lot of advice on you know educational live streams things like that to help try and get people into endgame content so really really cool dude uh the community spotlight you know we don't need to necessarily read it or whatever but um he does uh commentary and for quakecon they had him and finn and gina do some uh commentary for the um trials that they had run during QuakeCon, which was really, really cool. So, um, he talks a lot about progression stuff, talks about what if people are struggling with content, um, you know, what's important in top tier PVE groups. There's a couple videos linked throughout this too, which is really, really cool. Um, and then, uh, he talks a little bit as well about live commentating. So, I guess that's something that he has done for quite a long time with video games. He, he mentions, you know, doing it as a kid a little bit when he would comment on like Call of Duty or Madden um, or things like that. And then uh, I guess he mentions how the whole thing with ESO started as a joke. Basically, there were a couple teams in his discord that were kind of beefing back and forth. And somebody threw out the idea of having them compete head to head to sort of settle whatever that drama was. And then someone else said, well, yeah, you know, eight puppies can just commentate on the whole thing. And he just kind of ran with it. So <laughs> what a fun way to have something get started that's now become something that you're known for. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, he just talks a little bit more about everything else and, you know, gives some shout outs to the ESO fam and that's pretty much it. So if you want to uh, take a look at that community spotlight, we should have it linked hopefully in our notes. Yeah, I will link that so people can go check that out. Mm -hmm. I was just reading where he, he's a PC and console player there. Yep. He plays on both. He, uh... He does prog groups on both uh, co on on consoles, so that's pretty cool. Which console do we know? Uh, he's mostly, I believe, Xbox. Okay. But I do think, yeah, I think his progs are Xbox and PC, NA, but I think he does EU as well. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm trying to look. Um, the big thing that he always talks about, and this is this is actually something to bring up because it was discussed a lot in Vegas, um, and he really, really is is pushing for it. Uh, you know, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but because he's an end game player and he teaches on both platforms, he talks about the fact that there's no ESO logs or combat metrics. Like you can't add on that stuff to console. Whereas when you're teaching PC raiders, especially endgame raiders, raiders um, how to do the actual content and how to like get better at parsing or get higher DPS or things like that, you know, you can use those those combat metrics and those logs to give you an idea of what you might be missing. Are you missing your light attack weaving? Are you not keeping a buff or a debuff up? You know, all of those are things that you can do on PC that you can't do on console. So on console, it has to be a lot more, um, you have to feel it a little more, I guess. Uh, you have to be better with your timing in certain aspects because it's, it's, mm. it has to become like memory for you. Uh, cause you don't have the additional reminders on screen or you don't have the ability to be able to go back and look at a log and say, Hey, on this second boss, you know, you went from having this much DPS to this much DPS, uh, which means you had a decrease or an increase, and here's why. Um, so he's always been really passionate when you see him talking or when he's asking questions or things like that about trying to get logs or some sort of additional add-ons for console that can allow console players to improve easier on console versus PC where it's a lot easier to actually see what decisions the person made in the moment, you know? So big shout out for him really being a, a console. Um, what do the kids call it? A console stand, if you will, <laughs> or someone that is very passionate about helping console players. I so. thought they called us plebs. <laughs> console plebs yes that as well <sighs> so okay you can call me pleb if you want to mm -hmm. i like mm -hmm. my console yeah me too me Trader. too yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah oh and you remember i must be moving to console more full-time now because ember's the co-gm on pc so yeah yeah i hope yeah. he listens uh, to this episode <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can give him a hard time. Uh, I need to write it in my notes so that I can bring it up on the next Lore Seekers ESO show, too. Anyway. Yeah, you gotta make sure you announce that on there, too, that you're a flat roofer. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, gotta let, you gotta let your entire audience know <laughs> these important details about who you are. Wow. Can you believe it? Sparky Bagman has already commented in Discord. We suspected it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I love you, Sparky. Thanks, buddy. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's move on. Next thing. Uh, it's basically talking about the Telvani event. Um, the uh, We completed the challenge. Did you know what the challenge was? Uh, do lots of the uh, dailies. Do lots of the dailies, do lots of things, and make, get 100% so that we could get all of the rewards. Which we did get, and you can claim now, in the Crown Store, until Friday, October 20th at 10am. So, uh, in order to claim that, though, you do need access to the Necrom chapter. 
um, mm -hmm. to be able to get the rewards. So, mm -hmm. yeah. You just bought it recently, right? Not too long mm -hmm. ago? Yeah, caught it on sale on one of the recent sales. I don't, I don't remember if it was a QuakeCon sale or something. Right around, right around that time. Yeah. Um, we got uh, three rewards, basically, from this. Uh, we got an Ebony Dwarven Scarab Pet. We got some new body and face markings. And then we got where you and I are currently sitting, which is the Kellison Rune house. Yep. Um, and it's a pretty cool house. It's uh, it's in the, um, the middle-sized category. Yeah. Um, so it's not so large that it's overwhelming when you're trying to think of how to decorate it it's it's got a lot of room but it, it's the way it's kind of broken up is there's a lot of smaller spaces mm -hmm. to make it kind of easier to you know just approach basically a room at a time or a section as a, at a time versus you know like our guild hall the the grand topal hideaway it's just so many just open spaces oh um, no you done disappeared on me. Yeah. Guess we're using your recording. Um, <laughs> I guess so. It's so aggravating. I'm sorry. So you give us a longer timer. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, the... Um, but anyway, the, the layout's kind of, you know, it's kind of neat. It's got a, a side entrance and a main entrance that uh, when you get inside, it's got a little portal that takes you up to another section uh, or down or whatever. Uh, yeah. Takes you to another section. Pretty cool little house. Um, yeah, it's got a waterfall. So, mm -hmm. It's nice. And the view from where we are is pretty cool too. If you're a if you're a bit of a lore hound, or even if you're not, um, and you're just like someone that enjoys knowing things about the game, um, I know people probably aren't watching our actual stream. Uh, you're most likely listening to this on on voice. Um, or on a podcaster, podcatcher of choice. But uh, if you do happen to go back and watch our stream or do happen to go back and um, view YouTube at all, uh, from where we're sitting, if you look straight out across, you can actually see Bardow, which is the big rock that is hovering above um, Vivek City uh, and Morrowind over there in the distance. So it's pretty cool that they've connected. I like one of the things that they did at the zone is they really connected it and made it still feel um, separate, but the same, which is neat. So uh, visually, it's cool because you can look at the map and go like, oh, Morrowind's that way. And then know that Morrowind's actually that way, which is cool. Yep. But yeah, um, the other thing that is happening during the event is there is a quest titled The Telvanni Secret. Um, that's what gets you started. Um, but then there is also a unique event daily quest where you have to choose between two sisters for an end of event award. Um, the end of event award is either going to be the Oath of the Keepers music box, which is from the sister whose name is Trelise, or the Apocryphal Tome furnishing which is from Yensa, who is the other sister. Um, so throughout the event, you can vote for whichever one you want to unlock by choosing either to favor Trelise for the music box at the end or Yensa to unlock the book furnishing when you do the turn the page daily quest. For that quest, basically all you're doing is you're basically going through the Telvanni Peninsula 
doing whatever you want. You can do world bosses, you can gather things, you can um, do writs, you can do, you know, all sorts of different things, I think. And pretty much anything will could yield you one of those pages that you need to combine to actually finish the quest. Um, it does take a little bit. It depends on how the drop rate is going or what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I believe currently the last time I looked, Yensa, which is who is the book furnishing, was in the lead. So we shall see who wins at the end. Um, the Oath of the Keepers music box is pretty cool. It's shaped like, like the city of Necrom. It looks neat. Um, but the book furnishing is a big thing because it's like a black book with all of the, the uh, you know, runes and stuff kind of floating above it. So we'll see which part of the housing mancers wins. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen to that other furnishing? I don't know. So, you know, a lot of people are like, eh, it doesn't matter. They're going to give us both anyway. And I'm like, mm, will they? I don't know. I could see them holding off and just, I mean, they made the asset, so I don't think they're going to um, get rid of it. But right. it would not surprise me if they held off and ended up keeping it to, like, put in the crown store for later. That or... would be massive. Uh... Uh, oh my gosh prediction prediction or suspicion yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, i think what will happen is they will give us whichever the one is for free and then they will make it purchasable somehow um in the following months whether that is right away or whether that is you know through whatever other means they want to do so that really would not surprise me if that was what actually happened in the end. I don't think that they will give us both for free. I could be wrong. Uh, but in my opinion, I think they will probably more than likely um, make whatever the one is that we don't win purchasable. Yeah. That would be my suspicion. So that's the event. It unfortunately ends tomorrow. So by the time you are hearing this, it will be over. But hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, uh, well, there's other holiday events coming soon. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, hello, Bree and uh, our uh, YouTube chat. Um, I think the next one is the Witches Festival, right? Should yeah, be. should be Witches Festival, and then shortly after Witches Festival, we should get New Life. Um, yep, be um, spooky season soon. Mm-hmm. So, be getting Indeed. ready to decorate them houses with all the witchy things and scare somebody. Yeah, make a haunted house. That is cool. Yeah. They usually have the um the witch's cottage or whatever go on sale. Mm-hmm. It's a cool little house. I mean, if you're into mm -hmm. that kind of aesthetic. It's not it's not something that I want to use personally, but it's it's cool that it's a um that it's there for somebody that, you know, kinda likes to decorate for seasons and things like that. It's um it's cool to be able to have a little spooky 
hut that is fitting for all of your witcheries. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So, all right. That's, that's it. We that's did the news. The, we did the news. Yeah. Wow. That didn't take too terribly long once we actually got started. <laughs> <laughs> now, that Crown Store Showcase, that's going to be a show to itself. That's that's why uh, I kind of figured maybe we hold off on that one. And, and you know, we'll see what happens. May, maybe if there's not a lot of news between now and next week, that will be the whole show. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking because we've been um, getting slow news releases. Like, since there's an event right now, there's been more. But, you know, right before that, we were kind of quiet for a little bit. Because this quarter, the Q3 quarter, has just been mostly those updates. And then them working yeah. on PTS for quarter four. So, yeah. We, we do have lore. We do. They gave us a new um, meet the character. Master Malkest. Um, Master Malkest is, uh, well... Let's find out what Master Malkus is. I believe he has something to do with the Endless Archive, which is what's coming out in Q4. If I'm not mistaken, he may be one of the special encounters or whatever that you can take a quest for or something. Hmm. Uh, I, I could be wrong on that, but I know that there. when I was trying to think back listening to... Um, because I didn't watch, I just listened to the the playthrough um, when they were showing it off for the first time, mm-hmm. and they would occasionally encounter different NPCs that would give them quests, and that they might have to go into a portal to do something, or um, and just reading this first um, that uh, the caption there: "If you wish to explore the infinite wings of the endless archive, you must first encounter Master uh, Malchist, the subject of today's meet the character." So. I have a feeling that's probably where he's going to fit in. I believe you are right. All right, let's see. It starts. Filers, we should discuss Master Malkest. He's the mortal who came here to survey the archive and join us in keeping it organized. I heard he was a researcher, but I have yet to determine what he studies. I know he reads books about Apocrypha. He's invested in this realm's histories and Hermaeus Mora's dealings with other planes. Less so the well-documented interferences with his home plane of Nern, but more the speculative theories on Apocrypha's interactions with the other Daedric realms. He could ask us to find him more accurate books, but I don't think he's interested in the facts. He's interested in what mortals perceive as the truth, which is a distinction most researchers avoid. Malkest reads very widely as well, which makes it hard to pin down what his research topic is. I saw him muttering over a tome naming all of Apocrypha's lakes, but then he set it aside to peruse a cookbook. Why? Like all mortals serving in Apocrypha, he doesn't need to ingest food, so why the sudden switch? When I asked him, he said he was tracking the handwriting in the margins. But notes and defilements are never as important as the text itself. This mortal is curious, and I don't like curious things. I refuse to attempt to understand Master Malkest on my own. Compile the tales of your interactions with Master Malkest and let us all reveal his nature. Filer Zess. Zess, 
I got your note. Absolutely genius idea. I concur with the utmost haste and fervor. We must get to the very bottom of who this Malchest creature actually is. Now, who is the Malchest creature? The pale one with foot coverings? There used to be so many mortals in the archive that I'm still struggling to tell them apart. Never mind, of course. I'm sure I've met the Malchest mortal. His arms are thin and untested. I found the floor around his designated seat littered with recipes for herbal remedies, which led me to this staggering revelation. This mortal is old. His joints are in decline, and these recipes offer him some relief. This explains the constant unjolly mood. Still, his unfortunate aging process does not stop him from moving about the archive with remarkable speed, though he does sit down a lot. Facing down the bodily pain of his mortal deterioration is an impressive thing to do. It shows bravery. I say, hurrah to that mortal, hurrah indeed, Filer Eru. And hold on, I'm going to pause for a mere moment because I believe my child has just awoken from his slumber. <laughs> I'm trying to oh, figure no. out where he just went to. Hold on, I'll be right back. So if you're new to this show, something that you have to understand is that we are uh, parents <laughs> and we sometimes get kid aggro and have to uh, disappear and go take care of children even in the midst of reading lore about characters or discussing the news or, you know, other such things that we would do on a show like this. So occasionally you get to um, experience my uh, wonderful dad jokes or I might start to write a song that goes nowhere and... Um, you know, could have been the one that made me a one-hit wonder, but I never actually released it, so I didn't get to be even a one-hit wonder. Anyway, so far we've um, gotten some fun insights into uh, into this character here. He's uh, apparently reading lots of random things and confusing um, and confusing the. Uh, filers they're called uh, switching between books about uh, cookbooks and uh, <clears throat> lakes and apocrypha does seem quite random must be up to something must be up to something hurrah indeed If she is unable to make it back soon, I will continue reading through the uh, the article um, and uh, when she gets back, we'll pick up from there, but uh, try to avoid getting too far ahead while one of us is away.
Also, if you hear that noise in the background, that's my cat. She's weird. She doesn't really like to be messed with much, but whenever I'm sitting here trying to uh, record, she wants to come and rub all over my leg and make lots of noise. So, if you hear a cat in the background, her name is Stitches. Yes, it's because she has stitches, but not because she was snitching. Alright, so I'm going to continue on. Uh, we just finished uh, reading Filer Eru. Um, so the next section picks up Zess. We're making a record of the most recent mortal sent to the archive. I've seen him a few times in the archival wings. When he finds the books he's looking for, he can't stop himself from reading them. It's a good thing we have the index set up properly because I saw Malkast walk off of a ledge. That's incredibly dangerous for a creature that can't fly. He could have lost the book he was reading forever. He could have lost himself to the archive with no way of making it back to safety. I think we may need to convince him to set up guardrails to keep this from happening again. Our books are irreplaceable. I made sure to keep all my eyes on him the next time he ventured into the archive. He did it again. You'd think mortals would take more care with their short lives, but I suppose the call of knowledge is too irresistible for this so-called Malkast. He was not always a devotee of Hermaeus Mora, you know. I asked him about it after the second near-fatal fall. Master Malkast was a teacher of young mortals in his youth, but then he became drawn to research and quickly proved himself quite capable. I don't think he misses having students. He said they were a lot of work. Perhaps that's true. I know we teach mortals important lessons, like not walking off cliffs while reading. And do they follow our lessons? So far, no. But one day, I have hope. Filer Kiff. Zess and company, why are you so concerned with this mortal? Haven't noticed anything odd or untowered from him, and I doubt any of us are going to. He seems to be exactly as he appears, a mortal sent to the archive to care for it, a temporary version of ourselves. He does notice things that we don't, which is useful, if not a little annoying. He pointed out several light fixtures within the archive that needed adjustments and sent, and sent some books off for repair when he spotted their fraying spines. It didn't take long for him to make a few repairs to our archive, and I have to admit that the archive looks better for his efforts. How did we not notice these issues before? Little Kaif, I've resolved to keep my eyes open on the upkeep of our archive. But once again, the mortal surpassed me. Master Malkast noticed that one of the wings was beginning to smell like sweet rolls. There's some mortal delicacy. I looked it up. I, of course, noticed no change in the scent of the chamber. Not at first. But after some time familiarizing myself with the pastries and breads of Nern, I must admit that Malkas was right. There's something strange happening in the archive. 
Something is introducing variables into the wings, and I fear that we are too familiar with the space to take full note of them. Master Malkas may have fewer eyes than us, but he has different eyes. I believe he will be the one to determine the cause of these changes and help set up and help set everything to rights. We just need to help him until that happens. Filer June. Master Malkast's thirst for knowledge led him to serve as a humble custodian to some of Hermaeus Mora's most dangerous secrets. Are you prepared to work alongside this professor turned curator during your quest for forbidden knowledge? And there you have it. So I think I think I'm, I'm right. I th you're here. Uh, after reading through that, I do think he's uh, a character that you meet in the archive. Um, that may give you some quest, but um, yeah, he's, he's very curious fellow to be doing some of the things that he's doing. Switching between cookbooks and books on lakes and in a place where you don't even need food. So <laughs> apparently, mortals which, don't have to eat while you're in uh, apocrypha, which I didn't know. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't know if I recall hearing that or not. But when you're in there reading, your need for food is gone. That could be a pretty handy trick. Yeah. There are times that I'm like, you know, I wish I didn't need to eat right now. I'm starving. Yeah, right? Me too. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a fun read. It was like different back and forth conversations um, amongst some of the uh, filers. Which, do you know anything about the filers? Um, I don't fully know about the filers. Um, I feel like I remembered reading about them when I was doing some research. Um, I think they're like the ones that, uh, well, obviously they file things, but I think they might be the ones that are like in charge of documenting, um, you know, like all the information, uh, mm -hmm. and where it goes. Yeah. There's literally not any lore necessarily if you type in filers on UESP so um, but I feel like I do remember seeing that term somewhere I just don't exactly remember where at the moment so it seems like these must be servants of Mora uh, when they're talking about because they're talking about mortals so I wonder mm -hmm. if they are and they talk about having lots of eyes yeah, they must be the ones who actually, I, I, um, you know, they they must be basically like watchers, I would guess. Um, well, aren't so. the watchers just one big eye though? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're not watchers then. Cause Maybe because it because it, it said he has um, he has less eyes than us, but different eyes. Like, you know, we're so used to seeing all of this stuff that we don't notice, like, little subtle changes because it's the way that, you know, over time. Um, but to him, he comes in and, you know, can see when something just feels out of place. Right. Um, so, 
I don't know. I don't know if there's some variation of Watcher that has multiple eyes or if they're a different creature altogether. Yeah, I wonder if they're part of that in-between where, you know, if you spend a lot of time in the stacks, then you suddenly start to kind of, like, transform and then you eventually end up being uh, a seeker, you know, like a, like, full-blown, like, almost zombie-like sort of situation. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. Maybe we can, maybe we can uh, send a tweet and poke at Michael Zenke about that. I'll look at it a little bit more and see if... Uh, if I can find anything else out about it, about the filers specifically. So I have not come across that, like what they actually are at this point, but that doesn't mean that it's not there. I haven't done the whole Necrom storyline either. So. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, do you want to save, um, should we save our, uh, notes from Gwen or should we go over them? Well, maybe we should just pose them really quick. Um, you and I kind of talked about these in the pre-show just a little bit. Uh, but Gwen's um, Murder Hobo's question for the week is, are you team Trelise or Yensa? So those are the two sisters that are the ones that we're choosing um, either the music box or the book for. Uh, and she said, not because of the shiny that you want, but which do you side with based on what your character believes is the right choice for their situation? Um, I don't want to give spoilers for the quest in case anybody is doing it although i guess at this point it's over tomorrow <laughs> so basically what happens is uh their dad is um looking for uh, an apocryphal relic and he wants to use it and then you look and see that uh, this book that they go to use has pages scattered from it and then it gets these tendrils and they kind of bind him up and then the sisters realize that uh, the knowledge that was taken from Mora has a cost, so you have to help them break the curse. So they have you run a couple errands and do some things to help them complete the quest. Um, once you complete the quest, uh, basically you have to siphon the energy of the curse and put it on these Telvanni relics that you've brought back. Um, and then... Uh, once you've done that, you basically come back and then you have to go and get a phylactery in a Bastion Nimic. Um, once you've done that, then you come back and then you do this whole, like, ritual where they channel all this magicka and they do all of these things. And unfortunately, um, Trelise basically takes the powers of that and uses her magicka channeling and ends up um, sacrificing her vision basically to pay for the price of freeing her father. So uh, she goes blind in order to help free him. So there is a curse on him and the price of getting rid of that curse was her sight. So um, at the end... Basically, you get to choose after speaking with both of them and hearing their dialogue. Um, you get to, you know, speak with 
with both of them about the damage that was done and then choose whether you want to, in the following quest, support um, Yensa or Trelis. So there you go. That's a quick rundown. I guess it's technically spoilers, um, but also, you know, the event's about to be over. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Gwen's question is, which sister do you side with based on what your character believes is the right choice for the situation and not necessarily based upon, uh, which thing you wanted the community to, to win at the end. So there you go. Um, so filers, uh, are watchlings. Oh, okay. You did find it out. Yep. There you go. Yep. Way to go. According, look, at, according, look, at you, look at you researching the USB. more. Yeah. Uh, and it was actually file, uh, the first thing here was Filer's S. Or mm. however you pronounce it. X-E-S-S. Um, but, yeah. It's kind of listed as a watchling with a picture there. So Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, there we go. Now we know the answer. Now we know. The more you know, the more you know. The more you know. Um, yeah, I'll put that question in our show notes, too. So if uh, you want to refer back to it and you want to um, hit us up through socials or whatever and uh, tell us what your thoughts are. Then you'll be able to do that. We'll tell you how to do that shortly. Do we have anything else? Um, no, I think just our normal guild announcements and stuff like that. Cool. You want to run through those? Sure. Uh, quick guild announcements. We've got our Mondays with Moki. That's where we do fishing or Cyrodiil as a guild. We group up, hang out, and lately they've been doing Bastion Nimics for those achievements. Um, so if you want to come learn the secrets of Apocrypha and find all of the cool puzzles and fun things like furnishings and whatnot that you can get out of there, come join them on Mondays at 8 p.m. There's also Treacherous Tuesday. That's where we focus on uh, grouping up, doing dungeons with guildies for lore runs or for achievements. So feel free to join up. There's no formal sign up for that. It's just kind of like a who's interested at what time situation. Um, so you can go ahead and pop on into that and tell everybody what role uh, you'd like to do and get grouped up with people if you want. And then we, of course, have our Fearless Fridays with Arthuria Dragoon, where we run the Undaunted Dailies and the Delve. Undaunted. 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 We, we are Undaunted. undaunted. <laughs> so um, you can uh, join on that and group up with Guildies again to do that. That is no level cap other than I think... Uh, well, I don't know if you have to be 10, but, it, you know, you can run through everything, um, bring newbie, lowbie tunes, anything that you want like that. And people are more than willing to help out and have fun. So that's our guild announcements. Uh, where can they find us if they like what they hear? Well, if you like what you hear, you can reach out to us on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter <laughs> at Snug Podcast. You can email us at snugpodcast at gmail.com. And in a couple of years, I'll have access to those and can um, 
we can actually reply. Um, so uh, you can you can reach us that way. And I am just kidding. It's a long running joke about the age of people that can use email. Um, you go back and listen to every episode, and you'll you'll pick up on it. Um, you can catch us on twitch.tv slash nugpodcast. That may be where you're at right now if you happen to be watching live. Uh, you can find us on YouTube just by searching Snug Podcast. Um, and you can also just um, find us in podcast apps. Um, we are going to, and I don't think I've actually mentioned this to uh, you guys yet. Um, and I, don't, I don't know if you've seen this, but... Uh, for those of you who use Google Podcasts, that is going away. Um, it'll be migrated into YouTube Music, and uh, yeah. So, but anyway, we're on pretty much all of the major um, podcast format or uh, sources. Uh, Spotify, I think, is the biggest one, but um, but yeah, iTunes. You know, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll be able to find us there. Um. We are also uh, in a guild. We're part of the Lore Seekers. We um, are. And if you would like to come hang out with us as a Lore Seeker, I think you probably can do that too, right? Yeah, you sure can. You can uh, go to loreseekers.club or eso.loreseekers.club. Um, depending on what you're looking for. If you go to just the loreseekers.club, that gives you all of the links to all of our communities that we have. We do have a Starfield um, Discord right now where there are some lore seekers who are gathered together over there just chit-chatting and talking Starfield stuff. Excuse me. And then we also have um, our ESO Discord, of course, which is our longest standing one that was founded by Jibs and Cash. So if you want to uh, join us, come on over there. You can go to loreseekers.club fill out a short little uh well join discord you'll fill out a short little application that it'll dm to you and uh, hopefully we can get you in the guild it basically is just to help um you know vet vet who comes in to make sure that we keep the trolls out so um we want to keep our community uh safe for everyone but also you know make sure that what you're interested in doing also aligns with what we currently do so there you go. Yep. All right. Well, that does it for us for this week. And hopefully next week we will be back with a full cast. Well, kind of a full cast. Uh, <laughs> we're still missing a uh, one fuzzy wuzzy. But, <laughs> um, you know, maybe one day he'll be back on here with us too. Yeah, um, I hope so. But until then, until next week, um, Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Just be a good person, and we'll catch you next time. Sleep well, Tamriel.